the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Pretty day here in San Antonio. Pretty day here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. What you need? Oh, you're looking for the plug? All right, 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. It's time to give us a call. Let's talk gardening. Uh, with you. Maybe you're getting a little more excited about it. I don't know. We have to check. Are we in for another cool front coming in? Now get to here. No, I thought I think I right. thought, thought uh, we were uh, I'll look, mild temperatures. Oh, good. I'll look at the weather again. But, but it check. Surpri- surprised me this morning how cool it was. Yeah, I, I know. And I couldn't get the days right. It was either Yesterday morning or this morning, it was supposed to be freezing or near freezing. Yeah, it was this this morning. 30, was it this morning? Okay. Did it uh, touch on? Okay. And it froze. Oh, okay. The, my my bird baths are all frozen. Oh, poor birdies. Yeah, they were really put out. And, and there's nothing worse than a than a uh, cold bird. No, than a lesser goldfinch giving you hat. <laughs> giving you the feather. 210-308-8867 is our number. Uh, Jerry's here. I see him in his truck's parking, so he'll be here in a second. So you can call us with a question. I was thinking about that. Thank you. I hope he's not lost in the parking lot. He could be. He's just wandering around. Okay, so we're going to tattle on him. He's going to come look at the blue bonnets. He's going to come in, look at the blue bonnets, and then wander Are over there some left? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see. Uh-huh. Uh, there may I, not uh, be because he said there was only... Uh, what, three or four flats last time? Yeah, I noticed that mine were uh, blooming uh, all all three colors. Yeah, we have some that not, are blooming red. Not not very big flowers, but... Uh, yeah. But there were uh, exp- uh, examples all through the, the patch. Well, let's see. Oh, let me get the uh, nursery website up, because we will talk about... Uh, are you full for your thing on the 18th? Am I full on the 18th? Yeah. Um, close. Close. Okay. I would have to. I will have to. I would have to get some more supplies. Okay. Well, then we can just uh, talk about David's going to be here. Yeah. Uh, he will be here on the 18th next Saturday. He'll be doing a spring. Oh, clean- I'm sorry. You're right. I mean, the 18th event. I was the. No, no. Uh, I meant yours. I didn't know if four. I, I know you got. Uh, oh, a it's a twenty. Okay. Up. Yeah. 25th is the 25th is yours, yeah. Yeah, so we got we got slots available on the 25th. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, okay, 
David will be doing his spring cleanups and to-dos for lawn and landscape. A free seminar from 10 to 11.30 here at Millburgers. No need to sign up. Just show up uh, and enjoy it. I'll see if I can get you the weather forecast. But if it's cold, they'll just move it into the um, the greenhouse. Oh, we've lost Jerry. Your, your comment about walking around the parking lot may not be funny now. Uh, where'd he go? Okay. Uh, and then... Uh, the week after, Calvin will be here. Do you remember the time that you're going to be here? Yes, at... Uh, 9.30, I think. 9.30 to 11. 9.30 to 11, doing the Tapotin' Up Tomatoes. Uh, Thunderbird, the new that, ro- yeah, rodeo, rodeo tomato. tomato. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to uh, help some folks uh, pot a few up. Because, uh, you know, it's it just it's uh, an educational effort to... Uh, to uh, reinforce the idea that it's a l- little too cold to put the tomatoes out in the garden. So you want to yeah. you want to pot them up and then put them in a full sun out of the wind. And yeah. uh, and then when if it gets cooler, like it like if it was as yeah cool, this coolest, week yeah. holy cow yeah this uh, week is nice yeah this week people are gonna they're gonna wonder why they did it but I know <laughs> why they're being precautionary but. The uh, high tomorrow, 65. The high Monday, 71. The high Tuesday, 75. The high Wednesday, 82. All the lows are above 45? Uh, Tonight is the lowest low. It's at 40. Tomorrow night, the low is 46. 57 on Monday, 52 on, yeah, so. Okay, well, we're, yeah, well, we want to, we want to escape the the 40s. You're, you're, uh, we may want to talk about wind because it is going to be, uh, what you know, we always talk about the temperature. What about the wind speed? Is that like okay? I don't have to worry about it if it's twenty or below miles per hour, or I do have to worry about it if it's twenty or below. Um, twenty is is a good number. Okay. To to uh, so of course, uh, if it was, it depend on how cold it was. If it was oh, that's a, if it's cold and it had a twenty mile an hour wind, that would be pretty significant. Well, let's see uh, what we got here. Um, tonight, 5 to 10. Tomorrow, out of the south, 5 to 10. Uh, Monday night, 15 to 20, with gusts as high as 30. Okay, so there we go. So cover your tomatoes, uh, protect them, even though the temperature says no. The wind says yes. Is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, and then you can look at... Uh our, the tomatoes, in, even in our greenhouse, it looks like they got a, access to a little wind. Oh. And then on the 25th, the same day that Calvin's doing it here, the proceeds, you're not getting anything? Oh, the proceeds will go to... Uh, oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. okay. I'll, do, I'll be careful now. The proceeds will go it to... It went off. It did? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I got it. <laughs> All the proceeds... Thank go, you, Calvin. ...will go to the... Uh, supporting the... Uh, Youth gardening, uh, in, in uh, related to the master garden. Yeah, and so David will probably talk to us a little bit about that uh, on uh, on next Saturday too, and then we'll uh, find out how your presentation went. Let's see, what time are you doing yours? I'm doing mine at uh, at the medical center nine thirty to eleven. Yep. Okay, so you may be running a bit behind. Well, I I've got a good team, so okay. Uh, they'll yeah. turn me loose, I think. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Hello, okay. 
That came back up. Okay, Jerry's here. What are you doing with that thing? It's, it's, it, I, think, I think it's the cold weather. I think uh-huh. it, it's affecting it. So is that helpful? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to leave it alone and see if that works. Okay, thank did, you. Did it go off now? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, 210-308-8867. Well, were you, you given the temperatures? Yeah, we were talking about tomatoes and uh, potting them up. And yeah. Calvin was saying, you know, because uh, the temperature and then the wind, too. And the temperature looks like the lows are maybe cutting it a little close tomorrow and tonight. But after that, the lows are in the 50s. But the wind's high. The wind speed is high. Well, the wind speed, the wind uh, feel-like temperature, not going to affect uh, tomatoes. No, but what but about... But the wind right. can damage them. That's right. That's what I was going for. That's what, uh, is that that's what, what you heard, were going to That's talk? what I heard Calvin say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So do you have a... Calvin said anything where the wind gusts were 20 or above. That's per, right. Protect them. Uh, okay, good. Yeah. That Calvin knows what he's the, talking they've about. Done, <laughs> they've done some studies and... Uh, it can decrease uh, yields over a period of time. Well, fifteen to twenty percent. Also, if you're uh, if you have your heart set on a perfect rodeo tomato, yeah, and you get it wounded by the wind, <laughs> yeah. that, that is kind of heartbreaking. So better to baby it and, and err on the side of well, precaution. That's, yeah, that's why we we pot up. Yeah, to take take advantage. Of or to take advantage of the availability of, uh, of some of the varieties that we really want to try, but there's a limited amount available, so we get them when we can. And uh, so we've we've got a, a rodeo tomato, yeah, just the one in a container. We'll see. Laura's going to take care of it. We too. Oh, we, you do too. Yeah. Yeah, we brought it in, <laughs> um, and we brought in our Belinda's Dream. Uh, which has a bloom on it. It's got a little baby bloom, a little bud. Okay. It's got a bud. It's sort of pinkish red right oh, now. Well, when you say bud, I always think of little bud. Oh, bud. bud <laughs> it's got a little bud, bud little. <laughs> bud little's at the house now. Yeah. And he's a. Uh, he, uh, at, years back, he brought the whole little family in. Uh huh. I don't remember that the, here. The young they? ladies. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I guess they're big now. Yeah, Bud Big. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're they're the big family, the big the big little family. And the and the the girls, I remember, I made my little little joke. Yeah, I'm sure they've never they heard did, this. They didn't go for that. No, I don't blame them. But it's, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm guessing it's something they've heard before. <laughs> we haven't heard from Bud Little. That'd be nice if Bud called us and said hello. I don't have, guess have he's... you heard from Bud. No, but have you seen? Uh, uh, kind of related uh, timing. Have you seen the controversy that our uh, weatherman has been involved in? Which one? Oh, I have. Yeah. Yeah. You mean Steve Brown yes. got caught having an extramarital affair? No. <laughs> he was. Don't uh, even joke about things like he, that because somebody's going to hear. That's all they're going to hear. Well, he's off the weather now. He's. Uh, it doesn't matter, don't and you? And he quit calling he us. Was, so. He was, de- he was uh, defending or. It was a strange. He made a comment about um, Greg Simmons. Yeah, that trying to. Is that right? Trying to. uh, I'm gonna let you explain. Credit, trying to credit, what the error that Greg made. Oh, okay. 
to some some outside forces, oh. which was a little strange. I thought I I saw that the minute I saw that I thought Jerry had thought of that. <laughs> Jerry coached him. Yeah, <laughs> Jerry's crisis control. You know how Judy yeah. did crisis control. Jerry's got his own little uh, workshop going on for crisis control. <laughs> Um, we're not sure that's such a great idea. It may actually get more crisis into the uh, situation. But, uh, yeah. You know, you, you, uh, I think Steve is handling it and uh, trying to anyway. You get, I don't know. Jerry, I doesn't look at the On your computer, the communi- on your phone, the communications where they, you know, you, you go and it shows you everything that's happening in the U- Ukraine and everything that's <laughs> happening in the... Uh, San Antonio in your yeah. news area yeah. and, and everything, and that is the the strangest. Uh, to see the San Antonio one, I uh, well, I find it's it's like you're looking at it and you know earthquakes and this and that and then you know San Antonio weatherman in hot water after it's. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. Well, you you always have to be suspicious. Are is this? Actually, a discovery a sto- of oh. something that somebody did any wrong, or is it? Just, is it a clickbait? They're trying to get a yeah, a, a, some <laughs> it's, kind it's, of it's publicity. Good, it's good to read the entire story. Anyway, I don't know. Anyway, we'll, let's, let's focus on gardening. Here. That's yeah. all the reason I say stuff on here uh, is to get the quick uh, publicity. Uh huh. Well, there yeah. is. <laughs> Milton, are you not seeing the new the gardening stuff that's appearing? On oh the, no. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, on that feed too. That's oh, because you go to it. It's it's uh. it's no no really. It's tail. It see it. It sees what you do, and it gives you articles based on your history. So yeah, and what, what, what the, was the new thing? What's the new thing in gardening? Uh, the uh, chill requirements. Oh, oh is, that right? is that new? What did it say? Did it give a, a my number? I did. I, I did not. Uh, I bet review. I it. bet it's getting high now. And oh. you say your uh, Florida King's blooming, right? Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah okay. Florida, but none of the others. Looks like You they said should. the Red Baron's close behind. Yeah. they Looks like they should be hitting, you know, they kind of sneak up on you. <laughs> but but the uh, Florida King is, really, is booming up a storm. Yeah. And I you did. had to prune some of the blooms off? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was, and it was not as big of a problem as I uh, expected, because that uh, Florida King is it was so loaded with oh, yeah. blooms and everything that it didn't bother me. You You're know, actually little, doing it a favor, yeah, <laughs> uh, because uh, those peaches, uh, if 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 they, it takes what it, what I heard, ten uh, percent of the bloom. To make hundred percent of crop, only ten percent of the bloom that you see on the tree. Oh, okay. Have to stay, have to produce fruit. And there's, there's probably an argument a little in the other direction too that if you let too much stay there, you're taking a chance on tree structure and uh, limb breakage. Yeah, yeah big yeah. time. And uh, and little peaches. People sure. always wonder. Why do, why are my peaches staying small? You know that Florida King is a, bit, a fairly large peach. It is. It amazes me that it's and, uh, so <laughs> large. But if you don't, if you leave all those blooms on there with all that fruit on there, uh, they'll never make the potential large fruit. 
I wonder how everybody else's uh, um, trees are doing in the chill. Yeah, I don't chill know. hours because these are good chill hours that we've been having. I imagine so because this if weather like this. Yes, yeah. Right on the money. Yes, yeah. 30, oh. 32 degrees and above. Yeah. If you have, if it's too cold, I understand that that'll decrease yeah. the chill hours. And of course, if it's Pull too them out hot, of the pot. Yeah. <laughs> if it's too hot, they won't have enough chill hours. This this fruit thing is tough, Milton. It is not easy being a farmer, I don't imagine, and growing things. And, and we we have a... How, how many restless nights did you have uh, <laughs> as a peach? Peach grower. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> do, do you miss it? Well, well, we had to think about time. it. Yeah, you, you do miss parts of it. Okay. <laughs> His yeah. banker doesn't miss <laughs> it. Oh, okay. But that, that was the strange part. Though. Once you're in the business and they've Decided that you're going to be successful, then. Uh, then they liked you. Then, then you know you get you get your prepare. You're on the edge and you're getting prepared to defend. Uh. <laughs> and they say, oh, "Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, you know." Oh wow! Uh. Hey, I was gonna. He's gonna, talking about borrowing money for next year. Yeah. Oh yeah, for next crop. And yeah, then you, but and then you tell yourself, "Gosh, I wish it had said no." <laughs> <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a quick break while we do. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on. Uh, we want mountain laurel sightings. I saw someone post one on Facebook. They were walking in their neighborhood, a beautiful blooming mountain laurel already. So I haven't seen any. Oh, I've seen them. Blo- they're blooming, but they're, Are not, they? they're not beautiful yet. No, oh, this one was gorgeous. but Kind of yeah. scraggly. So I haven't seen any in our neighborhood yet, so... You'll have to send us pictures, Milton at KLUP.com. And you're looking for a white one? Or is no, you give that up? No, I'm not with that. Oh, okay. I thought you were... I'm, I'm too, I'm too old to fool with that. Because oh, uh, we can't root them. Okay. And uh, if, if they, they only come back about, what, 10% of the blooms are white if, from the seed of the white one. Oh, Okay. So if you've got a white one, you've got enjoy it. Uh, I think he yeah. was, uh, are you talking about his um, sage? Oh, sage, yeah. Uh, no. The Paul Cox. Yeah, you were talking about yeah. the Paul Cox yeah. thing. Yeah, but I thought you, that, that, maybe yeah, you that. said a while back you were looking for a white. You were looking for white mountain laurels. I thought last week you said something like that. It came to me in a dream. You got to listen, Milton. I was listening. You said that. I talked about when you go, I remember the when sage. You go up to the hill country. Right. Uh, in April, I used to go around middle of April, and uh, the mountain laurel in those valleys going up right. from uh, Lakey to Campwood to uh, Rock Springs, those uh, mountain laurels would be blooming down there. Oh. And uh, every now and then you'd see a white one or you a rare pink one, a light pink. There's a white one. I used to I used to really love when Paul did this. This was so cool. <laughs> there, there's a white one if you're driving off Broadway up Austin Highway. There used to be one. Yeah. 
Uh, well, in the median. In the vehicle with him when he jumped out? No, I had, <laughs> that, that part I didn't. While he, while he was he's driving, too. That's the really bad part. Oh, no. really? He, <laughs> no, would, no. he would stop. <laughs> yeah, and then just, just jump out. But no, Paul would, Paul would say, oh, now speaking of magnolias, there's a beautiful <laughs> example of one on the corner of, you know, yeah. Belknap and something. And just... <laughs> But uh, but there is one. I do remember seeing one on Austin Highway between Broadway, I guess, and uh, maybe New Braunfels. Okay. So 210-308-8867. Yep, we're going to take a break, Al. I'm sorry. Back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. The blob, it creeps and leaps and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door, all around the wall. A splotch, a blotch, be careful of the blob. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas. You'll notice a Burt Bacharach theme to uh, today's bumper music that uh, Al is playing He's back past in the... I know. That's why Al's doing it. <laughs> at 94. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the... Uh, what's that? Uh, right in that building over there. You betcha. I avoided your Uh-oh. thing. Uh, I took money out of your pocket, didn't I? But look. What? Shorts and... Uh, short, short sleeves, sure. Yeah, he's not worried about it. If you're, in the sun, <laughs> if you're in the sun, it's not bad. Yeah, the big game sale... Uh, is uh, now through the 13th. Uh, everything in Millburgers, excluding grass, labor, and uh, you can't combine it with other offers, is 10% off. So you could uh, get that rose or whatever you wanted to. We, we need to think of Valentine's Day. Ooh, the uh, Phalaenopsis orchid would make a pretty Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. I think they've still got some, uh, I know they've still got blue bonnets. That'd be nice. And, uh, How many? Not many. No. Not many. That's what I was telling. Uh, I was just looking at them from a distance. I was trying to, you, you walked up after the show started, and I, said, and I said to Calvin on the air, now watch him. He's going to wander over there, and he's going to wander by the blue bonds, <laughs> check him out, and then he'll check out the geraniums, and then he'll come over here. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's the last of the blue bonds. I imagine there's a few, there's some blues and also some whites left. That are blooming? Well, I don't know about the blooming. Oh, okay. there was one blooming last weekend. Mine are blooming. Yeah, is that they're, right? Yeah, but they got the flowers are small, but there's quite a few blooms. Yeah, uh, but uh, if you still can get these plants, they look they they've been on the sh- shelf for a long period of time, so they're missing their fertilizer. But if you get them now and plant them in. And water them every time you water them with a water-soluble fertilizer like uh, miracle Grow. And uh, every time you water, put a tablespoon and a gallon of water, and then use that water to uh, water the blue bonnets every time they need water. But And uh, that should perk them up a little bit and... Uh, they're already in a large enough uh, roots. They've got a large enough root system to where uh, they can respond pretty fast because they're going to they're gonna be wanting to bloom here in 30 days. Yeah, it's February. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Uh, they, they usually bloom uh, in the wild uh, in uh, a late 
uh, March because uh, Wild Seed Farms uh, opened its doors, stores in Fredericksburg uh, first week in April. But uh, I'm afraid, I hate to say this, John will, John will come down and beat me to death, but uh, they're, they're still... <laughs> They're still in the in. The, and if it happens on the air, you, uh, <laughs> you, 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 won't, you won't miss a beat. Calvin will film it with his camera. Yeah, they're uh, they they're still in a severe drought zone as we are too. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> now we got a half an inch of rain. Yeah. Um, this week I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! I know. But Point five. Yay! <laughs> and and uh, and the weather. The, speaking of weather, people, the weather guy says, "Wonder why the aquifer didn't go up? Because no. none of that water ever reached the aquifer, fool. It was being soaked up by this dry soil, soil after three years. So, uh, you, if you just re- recently planted some trees or plan on recently planting trees." You're going to have to water those things for the next two years. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You get your slow, tree. Slow watering, maybe like the wraparound sprinkler. Or something yeah, like get that, that tree hugger sprinkler. <laughs> uh, we'll tell you more about that. We just actually played the commercial for that. But, yeah, that's real good. Um, the, the My yard did perk up a little bit. I know that you're poo-pooing the half an inch. But it did uh, perk up a little bit. There's some green coming up. Oh, David Rodriguez is on the line. I bet he's going to tell us about next week's presentation. Hey, David, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hello, gentlemen. How's everybody enjoying this beautiful day today? Oh, we're okay, David. How are you? Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Real pretty. Let's, <laughs> yeah, it is let, pretty. Let's, let's rodeo, San Antonio. Woohoo! Yeah. yeah. Woo-hoo. Well, are you all out good, there yet? Though. Yeah, we uh, rodeo started uh, Thursday, so the uh, uh, Bear County Master Gardener volunteers and the extension. We have a, a smaller tent than what we've had in the past. It's uh, so all the listeners know it's out there. We're in front of the right side of the Joe and Harry Freeman Coliseum. So we have um, they're selling the the rodeo tomato course and the new Southern Sensation seedless grape and a few other plants for the scholarship fund. They have a lot of good youth activities will be going on. And then outside, we have a real, real nice uh, landscape with a lot of uh, cool weather vegetables. So it's, it's looking real nice out there. Yeah, guess guess where the surplus uh, cool weather vegetables went? Uh, probably Milberger's Landscape Nursery. There you go. Yeah. Road. <laughs> yeah, they're... Uh, <laughs> They're lining the walkways out here. They're huge. Okay. Oh. Huge broccolis and huge. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, uh, I'm trying to see what size pot they're in. Is that a 10-inch? 10-inch. Ten ten inch? Inch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 10-inch pot. Yeah. Broccoli, and, uh, cabbage, spinach, cauliflower, kale, everything. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Yes, you, sir. Yes, you, sir. Should, you shouldn't grow Brussels sprouts. Once you've got, once you planted them, there's no stopping them. Yeah, you exactly. can't kill them. Good. <laughs> the freezes I didn't like kill them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, well David, we got it's like two. A, it's like a cabbage. I mean. 
Yeah. Yeah. A baby cabbage. A little baby cabbage. A cabbage that didn't make it. <laughs> no, it just sounds sad. I like baby cabbage better. <laughs> and and Tra- Trace has always been so supportive. You know, we, we have a yeah. little bit of extra this or a little bit extra that. They He always steps up, and we really, really appreciate all that they do there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I like to, that they have it out here because it shows people what can be grown if you fertilize mm. even a smaller yes, sir. pot. Like yes, sir. Ten it's ten very ten true. Very and, true. Yes, sir. Uh, and uh, I know last year uh, they had some of the be- most beautiful broccoli, huge yeah. heads of broccoli in those ten-inch containers. Yes, sir. So, yes, sir. So they, uh, if if you want to try to mimic that, uh, get you get you some of their uh, terracotta pots. Yeah. There we go. They, they get, they are I don't know if they're on sale or not. We're going to have to ask Trace for the specifics, but they're 10%. Uh-huh. Uh, they're, they're 10% also. Yeah. But you can get a a 10-inch pot, four for $10. Well, we have to check on that. Uh-oh. That's a All right, I'll, Y'all keep talking to David. Uh-huh. I'll, I'll ask Peter. <laughs> well, David, that's we've a, got... That's a Dr. Uh, Parsons special. Yeah, there you go. David, we got two <laughs> two rodeo... Uh, Tomato program scheduled, and uh, looks like we'll have full full classes for both. Uh, okay. One, one will be next Good. next Saturday, and that'll be at the uh, the new Education Resource Center at Dream uh, Hill State's near Medical Center, and then then okay. the Saturday after that, we'll be here at Millburgers. We're going to do a oh, nice. potting up nice. potting up program. <laughs> oh, that's a great idea. So, uh, are you getting some sample plants from the grower for that? <laughs> we we are getting some sample plants from the retailer. Oh, the retailer. Okay, even better. Yes. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. But uh, nice. yeah, that'll be that'll that'll be kind of kind of neat. Uh, the weather is is fairly nice, but uh, we're just reminding everybody it's still. Still pretty cool to put any tomatoes in the garden and have them yeah. prosper. And then and Dr. Parsons, Dr. Parsons and Roy did such a great job on putting it on the homepage of PlantAnswers.com. All the step by step by step and and the history of the rodeo tomatoes. Thank you, Dr. Parsons. Yes, sir. Well, uh, after you finally sent me the information. <laughs> I appreciate by that, by that. Uh, try to just try to give him a compliment, David. <laughs> I did say when finally. Yeah, yeah. 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 But the, 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 the rodeo, right? This Not on sale. Not on sale. This everything's ten percent off. Okay, they're back to their regular price. Okay. Uh, so what if they come in and say Dr. Parsons said? Uh, no, then they charge them to double. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> the, uh, also, the uh, you sent me that deal on the on the new grape, or the or the grape. Yes. Oh, good. Yes. And don't Dr. we have Stein, some of those yeah. over here? Yeah. Yes. 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 And then yes. we got a Dr. Stein our, put that our article yeah. next next Saturday is going to oh, right? cover that. Yeah. Okay, good. Thank you, Calvin. Uh, Thank you. Calvin. And, and David, if we if we run out. A plants. Uh, I've told Trace all all he has to do is get a stick about eight to ten inches long, and stick in the pot. 
don't, don't say that. Yeah. And, you know, they're, some, they're, butting plants, out, they're butting out already. Oh, yeah, they good? Some plants just die in the pot, you know? No. Uh, you are not helping they're, anything. <laughs> they're they're so, all budding and leafing out right now. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. Thank you, roots, David. The roots were very, very nice and healthy when they got potted up, so they're, oh, they're okay. nice plants. Nice Did uh, David talk about next Saturday? When I was going, no, oh, okay. no, he got no, interfered with. No, well, that, that or, or got he got excited, but I guess by his uh, oh. uh, a- effort at the rodeo. There <laughs> we go, there we go. So yes, we will be there next Saturday live in person at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, and we start at I believe ten, and we'll be talking about hopefully the weather stays like this. We'll be yeah. talking about. Uh, some step-by-step considerations of how to get your vegetable garden, your landscape, your vegetable garden, where you're at, where you should be at, and how to get get to that point of success. So it's a lot of subject matter, and we'll cover the main uh, calendar of events, highlights where we're, where we're at, you know, a lot of pruning mid-February to March. So lots of things going on, but we want the people to be on the right page, right direction of what they need to do when. So it's it's, it's a fun seminar. And uh, it starts at, is that from 10 to 11.30? Yes, sir. Yeah, and um, you don't need to do anything, don't need to sign up, just show up and enjoy. And then, yeah, um, yeah. and then uh, you mentioned, so we can talk about it next week if you want to, David, but Calvin's going to do his no, yes, no. Oh, he's going to cough. Okay, I thought well, you were telling me to be quiet or something. No, no, I was going to sneeze. Will that work? So, no, I don't know. And so, of course, uh, the, the proceeds from the sale on the 25th are going to go to uh, youth, youth Gardening. Youth Gardening program. Does that sound right, David? David and the Master yes. Gardeners. Yeah. Oh, that's going to yeah. be good. Millburgers, uh, you know, they do so much for the community, and we've been doing this little event for the rodeo and uh, we appreciate that and uh, uh, it's good that we do that and get people get people ready for uh, spring planting and the step-by-step ways to do it correctly very cool are you seeing any mountain laurels yet david speaking of spring plants uh i don't normally see them i always smell them first yeah i don't (laughs) i don't smell any just yet no okay i just wanted to talk about spring Spring plants, but you're you're telling people how to prepare for spring gardening, so it's a little yeah, different. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll highlight the main plants, you know. Uh, yeah. So it's it's a lot of subject matter you can you can cover on a talk like that, but we'll we'll make it exciting and uh, oh, yeah. you know the last talk <laughs> when we were out there uh, last few weeks ago, it was wet, cold, and rainy for fruit trees, and we had a good crowd. So, oh yeah, we encourage everyone to come early, bring a notebook and a pen, and we'll have a lot of, a lot of good fun and cover a lot of good subject matter. Yeah, and David's very generous with his time afterwards too. As long as he can stay, sure. he will and sure. answer other questions. That's, so that's great. I bet he doesn't give his telephone number. No, not like uh, some people sitting up here. Um, <laughs> all right, thanks, David. We'll see you next Saturday. Yeah, You'll come you visit with us. All right, I've got, it. I've got his telephone yep. number. That's okay. Give it. Yeah, we'll let no, him no, give out no, his own no, phone no. number if he wants to. All right. No, no. Thanks. Thank you, David. Enjoy the beautiful day. Thank you all so You much. too. Bye. All right. Lulu, Bye, did you have a question? Come here, girl. Did you want to ask She's your question? She's a blue bonnet girl. Yeah. And she bought the Dianthus. Did you want to ask your question on the air? 
Okay, grab the mic. Just talk Here to you go. that mic. There you go. And what's going on? How can we help you? Um, I was wondering if I could deadhead stock and uh, snapdragons and they come back. Do what now? Deadhead, uh, deadhead stock. stock and yeah, snapdragons. Yeah, you can do that. I can. Yeah, uh-huh. well, in fact, the, the, the tradition is the snapdragon. In fact, they should be in good shape. They yeah. should be. They are. Mm-hmm. They they look really good. Yeah. It's just some of them are beginning to get a wee bit leggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's good. That's uh, we we talk about that as the uh, snapdragon pause. Oh, okay. Every every <laughs> year they seem to find a way to get frozen, mm-hmm. and then they come back, and then uh, they have that wonderful bloom period during the fall. Yeah. So you, yeah, I think you're you're ready at that point to help them along. Perfect. Yeah, so tell me about the blue bonnet. I was going to tell you. <laughs> okay, so I have the red blue bonnets that I got. Yeah. And my son-in-law was the one who gave me the red blue bonnet seeds for Christmas. Oh. And so I took a picture because some of them are coming up, and he's so excited. Because all, right. all my seeds are blooming. I was thinking, yeah. mm. <laughs> He's really excited. I didn't have the heart to tell him that. Uh, yeah. They that, weren't his. Yeah, they weren't. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I hope there's no fight on that. <laughs> Are any of the seed coming up? That no, he not at all. No, yeah. but that's okay. They're, uh, they'll that's be there okay. For next year. Well, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, but I have a little red, white, and blue uh, flag pattern that I'm hoping will all right. come up. Good girl. From all the plants here. Now, so. did, did you fertilize? Yes. The ground. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. Good girl. Lulu knows what she's doing. She, she was one of the first uh, people to show up to get the blue bonnet. Yeah. Yeah. You, Jer- then she went back she, after talking yeah. to you, which is really strange. Yeah. <laughs> Jer- Jerry said, well, you better hurry. We only have, like, two flats, and then we could hear the tires screeching <laughs> as she was <laughs> she was it heading was over. Running. <laughs> so. All right. Okay. Cool. Well, thank, thank you. Thank you. Are you, you going to take a picture for us? Oh, yes. Oh, oh good, good girl. yeah. Good girl. Okay. All right. Thank you. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604. Did you get some more blue bonnets? Are those blue bonnets in her basket? I think they are. I can't see. Uh, okay. She'll, uh, you, it's hard to see. Anyway, back in a moment on 930 AM. <laughs> Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. All right, if you've got bugs that are bugging you, and especially if you notice them in this cold weather, you call Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Since 1976, that seems like it was just yesterday, but it was not just yesterday. Uh, Spider-Man has been helping uh, San Antonio families and businesses remain pest-free. And if you go to his website, you can see some terrific reviews of people uh, they love Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Go Spider-Man Pest is the website. Go SpiderManPest.com. And you can call them at 210-656-3721. I had to have a little t- chat with my Westies. Uh-oh. Because they like uh, Frankie, our uh, Spider-Man guy, so much. Oh. <laughs> that they, they insist on... I'm going out with him. Uh, right now. <laughs> That's funny. Well, your dogs will love Spider-Man, too. Well, we can't guarantee that, I guess. But uh, 
210-656-3721 or Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Go SpiderManPest.com. Hey, Trace. Blizzard. It's a super weekend, so, isn't it? So were you implying how old Warren was when you said uh, <laughs> I thought of that. started I, I think I saw your face after I said that. And you were like, I started thinking. Yeah, I saw that. It was like. I'm sorry, Warren. He didn't mean to say it's that. A, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> no. I think Warren's, Warren's a very a nice, mature person who uh, s- still does a great job. <laughs> he, still, was a, he was a child. Yes, he was. He was young. He was a prodigy. He was a pest prodigy. <laughs> All right, let's, let's let's stop picking on poor Warren for a second. All right, hi Trace. Hello, sir. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, lots of stuff. Lots yeah. of stuff. Um, it's big game weekend. It is, and so it's a big savings weekend. I can't say the name of it legally. You know, I gotta. Yes, yes. Or something like that. But we have a super sale. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Yes. And everything's 10% off except for grass, labor, and um, other... No no double dipping, in my words. Okay. So they can't take another discount uh, along with it. Okay. So if you... Are those those bowls still on sale out there? No. no. The the bowls? There's no double dipping. I I mean... No. 10% off? Oh, everything is 10% off except for sod, labor, and if they had coupons or something that would require double dipping. Yeah. So, let's say... Oh, no, here he goes. uh, 10-inch... No. No. Nope. No. They're regularly... No. No, they're not. not. They're regularly whatever. They're regularly, and they're 10% off. 10% off. So, they are... So, everything is on sale because it all went up to back to the regular price, and now it's 10% off. So your your thing from last week is no good. But <laughs> no no buts no it's, it's no, a, no buts I don't care no, what it says no yeah. it doesn't no ten it regu- no. regularly you're reading an you're reading an old ad yeah, yeah. regular okay so it'd it be said ten regularly ten percent off the regular price yes okay okay so it's regularly twelve ninety nine or thirteen dollars ten percent off. Ten percent off. Okay. Okay. Now we're on the same page. Now we're yes. I was saying regularly. Well, you yeah, but, you, but you, a moment ago you'd done something else, so no, make sure well, you're I okay. Did not. I'm, I can see the paper that you're looking at, so <laughs> I, I know where you were going. Okay. So we've got that going on. Uh, we were trying to figure out good Valentine's Day gifts too. Valentine's Day is Tuesday. Our greenhouse is loaded with. Uh, I was talking you, about the Philanopsis. You, you name it. So the Philanopsis, uh, bromeliads, all kinds of oh, that'd interesting be nice house too. plants. Venus flytrappy kind of stuff. <laughs> and there's um, uh, plenty of opportunities we, to get. We, we do have, have a tomato program here at Millburgers or or in medical center too. So. That, that that'd be a good Valentine's gift. Yeah, we have cacti as well, oh. depending on the well the, the recipient. If your Valentine has a a black thumb but is looking for something hardy, or if he's <laughs> into thorns. Huh? Ah, Calvin, taking well, in, in that, in that case, Belinda's dream. Yeah, yeah they, they, mine's they, budding already. They t- uh, 10%, they, yes, 10% ten percent. Yes, ten percent off. That's good. It is yeah. good. That's a good price on them. Have you st- you've still got some? Yes, and more, and more coming. Oh, great. Uh, that's a, such a good nursery you buy them from. I'm glad they're growing a lot of those. Well, they grew what I asked. <laughs> and I took them all. Okay. Or will be taking them yeah, all. Mine's budding. 
That's good. Oh, is, do we have the Grandma's Yellow yet, too? Uh, it should be in okay. the antiques over there. Oh, good. Okay. He showed some available. and. Um, oh, it's already I, come in, you think? Uh, yeah. You mean Milton's One Rose? <laughs> What's that? Yeah. The Grandma's Yellow. So I, yeah. have not, I have not walked them yet, but the, okay. that was one that was on the availability, and I ordered it. So uh, okay. I think I, I want to say I ordered 100 of them, but... All right. I have not looked to see how many actually showed up. We gotta tell uh, uh, Doctor Stein, Larry Stein, about it because that because that was his grandma that was named after. Oh wow! But you remember his sisters? Yeah, came and visited, and they wanted to, they wanted to get some grandma jelly. Oh yeah, so we'll have to. I'll have to pass it yeah. along. Speaking of sisters, family. we got in some seven sisters. Uh oh. Okay. What about eight? No, you didn't get uh, a, <laughs> so it's a Lu, it's a Luita. People call it Lady Banksia Rose. It's not a rose. Oh, okay. But the bloom is spectacular, like a rose, and uh, and they grow kind of like a climbing rose. It's a, yeah, the big bushy. And they like this cold. In fact, yeah. if they don't get the cold, they don't bloom very good. Oh, really? I see those all through the older neighborhoods of okay. San Antonio. Well, that's really all you do see because yeah. it, it's not been available talking in years. About regular Lady Banks rolls? Yes. Oh, okay. They, uh, but they are hard to find. Not, not my yard. There aren't there. Are they grow up. Uh, <laughs> but when did you up pl- over the top of the house? But and, when did you plant them? Oh, they're they've been here at the neighborhood longer so, than I have. So exactly. So they haven't. There hasn't been a growing operation growing them in many many years. So finding one for retail is a, a feat in itself. Yeah. That's kind of exciting. Then we have them already? We do. Oh, five, good. Five gallon and seven gallon. They're in the big open section right behind the tables. You know. Oh, okay. You okay. know why they hadn't been available for years? Because they've been hard to root. Really oh, hard really? to root. I did not know that. Huh. Oh, yeah. They're almost impossible That's to root. That's cool. Well, so these they, these they came don't. out of Louisiana. Oh, oh okay. So, they don't bloom for a long time, but they're uh, really uh, attractive when you make them kind of out in the middle of the, the yeah. sun, sun in, the, in the grass. And they don't require all the effort that an actual rose yeah. would need. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, we got three brains on the porch, and not including myself. Carol, What's three times a... zero? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Carol, I hope we can help you now. Uh, she's on the line at 210-308-8867. Carol, what's going on? Well, um, I have, uh, we have some beautiful little gem trees that were about 10 feet tall. Um, but now, because of the freeze, they are now about 5 feet tall. <laughs> Uh-oh. So sh- what are, should what we- are they? Little gems. They're little gem, They're magnolia. little gem magnolias. Yeah. Um, so should we cut those blunt and then tar spray them to keep the bugs out? Or well, uh, uh, what would you suggest? I would I mean, start by scratching the good. I would start by scratching the stems. If the stems up there are still green, then they're going to continue to leaf out from that point. Uh, now, if they're not green, then, yeah, I'd whack it probably at the end of February. Yeah. Yeah, be patient with them. Yeah, uh, let's see where they sprout back out. Yeah, I think they're going to be fine. Uh, again, they just they just snapped right off, like right in half. Oh, broke. Okay, they yes. broke. All right. From, from so the, from the then, ice. Then yes, clean up the clean up the break. And okay, so see. make it flat, because you know they kind of split. Well, we I wouldn't make it make flat. It flat. I, I would do like a forty-five degree angle so the water doesn't sit on it. Oh, okay. And then yeah, sealing it would probably be a good idea. Okay, with the with tar the a tar spray. With the yeah the printing paint. 
Yes. Okay, and then one last question. You know the little pods that come from inside the blooms? And um, do they sprout other plants? You mean the ma- little gem magnolia? Yes. The, the little, they're like, they look like little seedlings, and they, they turn brown in winter and fall off and, you know, yeah. fall on the ground. Will those sprout new plants? When they're, when they're in, in a cluster, aren't they, or in a... Uh, 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 yeah, we have like can, five of them in a, in a row. Yeah. Aren't they, aren't they in a cone? Kind of in yes, a cone? The, yes, yes, correct. If you take the seed out of the cone... After it dries, uh, they might sprout. They're probably sprout. Might might sprout. <laughs> you are a very patient person. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> the average person is just gonna go buy a new one. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they come true from seed. I have no idea on a magnolia. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Yeah, sure. She sounds young. Maybe you can outlive it uh, <laughs> till it blooms. Oh, I don't know. I just had a birthday this week. I'm another uh, year older. Me too. <laughs> Inevitably, they come. <laughs> they come too fast. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank, thank you. you, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Bye now. All right, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. David uh, called the show and talked about his uh, presentation next uh, Saturday. Uh, so uh, and I that's online. You can see that on yeah. the com. So it's my understanding that Calvin's tomato potting thing filled up, uh, not here. On the 25th? Oh, okay. Uh, Ours still has openings. Okay. Okay. But his other one does. So if you want to uh, do his uh, tomato planting thing, it's going to have to be here. 25th. Yep. And then if they buy a tomato on the 25th, a rodeo tomato, isn't that kind of special? It, it is special. What happens? We don't keep the money. Yeah. <laughs> Goes to the uh, youth gardening? Yes, sir. Yeah. Which is a wonderful effort that's yeah. been, that's that's been great. great for a lot of years. I, th- I think this is the only nursery that does that, isn't it? We're philanthropic. Is that the right word? Philanthropic. Yes, actually, Mil- very philanthropic. Very good corporate citizen. Yeah. Wow, that's and, a pretty I, big word for you two guys. Yeah, was well, I'm, pr- I'm surprised I pronounced it correctly. Uh, oh, philanthropic? Yeah. Oh, okay, no. I went to UT. And, uh, we said big words at UT. <laughs> and, uh, I also commented on those. But you're talking to guys from A and M. Yeah, I know. On those huge vegetable plants that you got out there that was grown for the for the rodeo. So those are almost famous vegetables. Uh, <laughs> yeah. They almost went to the rodeo. Oh. <laughs> But uh, it's good that uh, you take those, because the grower grows those specially for the rodeo. And uh, when they have some left over, uh, Trace brings them, takes them right here and well, makes them available to the public. But, well, uh, and he also makes us get in the line and say hello <laughs> to each of them. And yeah. You look wonderful and large and uh, very, oh, really yeah. well-formed. And uh, while you imagine that, we're going to take a quick break and get you caught up with the news. 210-308-8867. This is Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. 
We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Our phone number 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. Someone bought some geraniums in front of us, those uh, those deep red geraniums that you've got in the yeah, tenants right. are beautiful. In yeah. fact, they, they, they kind of, uh, they stand out even more because the tag's white. To me, they do. It's weird <laughs> because it looks like almost like the... Um, it's- the, um, doesn't that isn't that a like a scar? Doesn't that make you think of a scarlet instead of a kind of a scarlet? I had a choice of uh, deep red or just red, so I'll pick deep red. Okay, yeah, it's see it. Can you see it way over there, Calvin? They're they're going through them now and getting them, yeah. but they're pretty. Next week I'll pick the oh, other red. So you're not talking about no, no. One. Those have a little more uh, pinkish. Yeah. yeah, a little pinkish, little orangish, maybe. You know, just yeah. kind of scarlet, I guess. Interesting. There are some orange ones over there. Are there? Yeah. And there's some. I, I are there some white ones too? Yes, there are. Okay. Yeah. So you should do like we do with the. Uh, I can't believe I can't think of the name of the cyclamen. Cyclamen. Yeah. You should get a, a red geranium, a deep red, and a white one, and plant them together, oh, or a good number of them. Or, 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 or the geranium are kind of independent. You like yeah. orange over the or, orange and white. Ooh, <laughs> you could have a longhorn garden. <laughs> we should have a, a certified longhorn garden with a orange and white. Geraniums. Yeah, the okay. interesting thing about that uh, cart that the, uh, was a lady uh, pushing it had a really heavy cat coat on. And I'm thinking to myself, that is perfect geranium growing weather. Oh, with a. With a it, they like cool like that, cold like that. And it takes a pretty hard frost to, to kill them. Now, my brother proved that it 20, yeah, 20 degrees or below 20 degrees will kill it. It, it can. <laughs> but, but we protect them regardless. Yeah. We want the blooms to stay on. Look, she's getting more. Who is? No, oh, she got lady. some. Yeah. Got that red. We don't mind that at one bit. Yeah, I no. guess she was the person. Oh, no, that was the person that was holding them up. But they're, they're, uh, that just shows you they're awfully pretty and hard to pass up. Oh, yeah. So we have Valentine's Day coming. Yes. Ooh, geraniums we would be nice. About that? That would be geraniums would be a good one. We talked about phalaenopsis. Yeah. We talked about bromeliad, Belinda's dream, but the geraniums would be a really would be good. good. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, you got more phalaenopsis for Valentine? We have uh, a number of them. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's for a long time. <laughs> you know they. They only had them for Valentine's, but now they they have them for Christmas. And, you know, they can trick them to bloom when they want. Yeah. Well, and the the, the citrus is still a good a good gift for Valentine's Day oh, too. Oh yeah. And so so are the, I don't know if the fruit trees will still be blooming, but there's there's some pretty spectacular <laughs> fruit trees that. Every, every time a family walks by, they go, ooh, yeah. And the kids say, we need some of those. How do they go again? Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. I'm just making sure. So I had a lady, <laughs> yeah. I guess it was last weekend. She bought a peach tree in bloom just so she could take uh, 
large stems and put them in a vase for some oh. event. Some event. Oh, that's interesting. And apparently, they the blooms last pretty good in a vase. Yeah. Is that true, Calvin? I, I d- haven't made a study of putting okay. peaches in a vase. Yeah. Uh, Did she get red bear? They, they were no, because it wasn't in bloom. Oh, uh, okay. The pink, yeah. the, the normal pink colors. There was two or three varieties that apparently had gotten okay. enough chill to bloom. I had asked Calvin because we had talked about his peach growing experiences a little while ago. Ah. Did you have a question? Did you want to ask it on the air? You, you don't have to if you don't want to. But. Nandinas. Okay, here, I'll give this to Trace. Okay, what about Nandinas? Nandinas? Nandina question. Yeah. Okay. I bought a few Nandinas here last year, and uh, because of the heat, one of them didn't make it, so I want to replace it. And I don't recall which kind I got. There's a compact Nandina here, and I believe the one I got, um, we talked about it when I was here, it wasn't as invasive as the other ones. Uh, compact will still bloom and put on the berries. Um, so my assumption then, if if we said it didn't do that, it would be one of the dwarfs. Mm-hmm. So anything but Nandina domestica or Nandina domestica compacta would be far less likely to spread. Mm, okay. So I'll I'll look for something besides the compact one then. Right. Now why why did it die? Did it uh, the heat? I mean, I had like seven or eight of them, and I don't know, one of them maybe got more sun because the previous year the palm trees died. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that palm tree. Yeah. It's, it's like a never-ending cycle. No, it, there's no no way that it got too much water there. Did it get soggy? No, no. I mean, you mentioned the palm tree. That's uh, I automatically think of. Uh, when the palm died in the big cold is what he's saying. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, they provided a lot of shade. But it's pretty hard to kill a Nandina. And well, and I also everything that was planted there before everything died was planted when it was very young, twenty some years ago, and we are on rock. Okay. So I didn't realize when I bought these nice, beautiful plants that <laughs> I would not be able to go down more than like eight inches. So I kind of had to make the garden raised a little bit. It's okay. not a, it's not a bad that. idea. It's good yeah, idea. But still rock underneath everything. Yeah. So I don't know if the rock heated up too. I, I would guess more that there wasn't any water retention. So yeah. in that type of situation, you got to water more frequently. And uh, eventually the roots will get down through the rock and it won't be as bad. But in the beginning, it's always going to be more water. Okay. More Excellent. frequent watering. Well, I learned a lot. Thank you all. <laughs> good luck. Thanks. Uh, thank you for coming by. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, or like this gentleman, you come by and visit with us in person. And uh, watch out for the deer. But uh, that deer sure likes Jerry. I, I aim it every every uh, show Oh, in case somebody moved it. <laughs> nope, nobody's moved it. He's just standing right there looking at Jerry. Oh, it's been That's moved. the story of my life. It has, <laughs> it has been moved. Oh, it has been moved. I, I make a point of oh, pointing it okay. before every show. Oh, I got you. That's nice. Kind of a tradition. It's, in the, it's the details that matter. Yes. All right. Well, let's see. What else is going on? The deer you, tails, did you say? It's the deer tails. Yes, that oh, make a difference. Okay. Nice job, Jerry. Well, we, <laughs> we, we had one uh, uh, visitor here that uh, brought up the fact that the uh, snapdragons are recovering. You know, and we predicted yeah, that would happen, but it's uh, it's amazing how widespread it is. And, yeah. Uh, 
now that now folks the gardeners can look and see and make a good judgment which ones are gonna make it and then it's also a good time to fill the gap with mm-hmm. the plants we've got here at Millburgers too yeah. for uh but one thing one thing if uh if you got uh, let's say pansy uh, petunias and things like that when they f- they freeze back to the ground all you see is a little green piece of tissue down there if you're lucky yeah uh, but uh uh, that's going to come back. Don't don't worry about it. Just just leave it like it's looking. Yeah, snapdragons the same way. You and, know, they uh, look so scraggly. Yeah, that, but they come back People, gangbusters. And they'll be gangbusters. They'll be better than the ones you plant after uh, the spring. We had someone came up and uh, um, wanted shade. Did she want it to be blooming? Was blooming a requirement? Well, they, uh, I think for, so. For plant in the shade, yeah. Yeah, plant in the sh- blooming plant in the shade that was deer resistant. That was tough. That the deer resistant is what apparently I think. Well, we we had. Well, t- I got I got Texas Gold Columbine. That had been one I had suggested. Texas. Yes, I have it. I'm getting that look. It's, <laughs> it's back here somewhere behind me. Um, American Beautyberry. Well, they both both get eaten by in my neighborhood. By deer, <laughs> it's on, it's on, both of them are on the list. You yeah. have, you have funny deer. <laughs> and well, Tur- Turk's cap. Yes, they get eaten. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's on They're the list. not a favorite. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think that's what we went because Calvin was going with Ruelia and Blue Plumbago, and said that yeah, they weren't a favorite, but in a, <laughs> in a drought they'll go if after anything. If they're hungry enough. They on it. That was the thing. Yeah, Turks, Turks cap is, uh, a lot of times they won't eat in a particular year. And oh, then the good. next time they'll eat, they'll eat. It's kind of disappoint, disappointing. Why? It's on the list. Why are they eating it? But uh, it's funny. This year, even though we've had that drought, the deer have not been as aggressive as they have other years, I think. Yeah. Do you find that? I don't. The deer are not as. I have not heard. Deer that. don't eat anything in our yard. <laughs> the feral cat scare them away. Uh, yeah. so, so you, you put the antlers on little little antler things on the cats, right? That's close yep. to a deer. <laughs> That's right. They're like, oh, these are miniature deer. Stay away. We've heard about these guys. <laughs> or you trained your your wife. Hey, deer. Oh, don't, deer. Don't eat the plants. Oh. Uh, I wasn't very good one. Thank you. Uh, but, a, yeah, so anyway, we don't have deer. <laughs> we got a question in from New Braunfels. Okay. And the fellow writes in and says, uh, I have several white, relatively small mushrooms growing out of the br- main branch of an eight-year-old mountain laurel. What should I do about this? Unfortunately... This site does not allow me to oh, I send a picture so I could see it. But uh, mushrooms growing out of an eight-year-old mountain lawn. It's not uh, very old. Yeah. I, I don't think there's uh, a problem. So I'm going to take an educated guess that there was a bunch of dieback the year before yeah. winter. And some of the sprouts lived, some of the sprouts did not, and the mushrooms are coming out of some of the sprouts that did not come back. Yeah. Or I wouldn't even, I I would even go further and wonder wonder what was growing there before the 
eight year. Yeah. Between before the. But uh, he says they're growing out of the main branch of an eight year old mountain. So right out of the stem, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that is a little different. That is weird. But uh, just I, I, they're not going to kill the plant. They're just growing on uh, decaying material. Don't be eating the mushroom. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I would not. No. <laughs> so anyway, that's how we're in New Braunfels. What other questions are you getting from people that are coming in? Are you still getting the? Uh, Is my grass alive? Yeah, I was. Ma- I, I imagine you were still getting grass questions. Uh, let's see. I had a. Is there still time to do pre-emergence this morning? Oh. I think we had that last week, too. Yep. And so is, um, is it still time? That yeah, you bet. Okay. It always has some effect. Uh, latest I'd go probably be mid, mid-March. mid But uh, we had post-emergent questions as well this morning. So mm. uh, weed-free zone is about the only post-emergent herbicide other than Roundup that will work with these cooler nights. Yep. Okay. And so that's what are some other to-dos for February compost on their yard oh that's a good idea everybody's wanting to fertilize it's too early to fertilize but you can still do compost or if you had fungus problems in the past uh, you could do a little proactiveness instead of using normal compost use a uh, sphagnum peat mm-hmm. we've talked about that that's that's and does it act as compost too does it, it, still, it does and as the, wa- it decays? the water holding capacity is better than compost oh uh, it's a little more expensive okay but uh it is very acidic so it can give you similar results to fertilizing and if you've had fungus funguses can't function where it's acidic yeah y'all were um what was the was the take all patch that that they were yeah right that was the, the, the sphagnum p2 yeah, yeah that was the original treatment until they found until they found some they got a, a insecticide yeah. I mean a fungicide Tur- so the sphagnum peat would get rid of the mushrooms too if you had mushrooms in no. your yard that you didn't like they're no. fun guys oh no but they don't last very long okay so, so just a, lot, a lot of times it's an illusion well, no, that, yeah if you want to take credit for getting rid of the mushrooms you know oh, okay. you can do that so if somebody were to do that for me I would probably suggest uh, ferrous sulfate or something like that that way yeah it would eradicate the mushroom but it would benefit the plant dramatically okay yeah i just meant that people don't like the lawn mushrooms the little ones that pop up where there was decay or something that's so cute you know there's a lot of things that you think are cute that <laughs> that people that's like, like horse herb like the lady doesn't like uh, those little lilies that come up. Rain, rain lilies, lilies. oh okay I can't imagine anybody not liking rain lilies. <laughs> no, she did not like them though. Oh, they're beautiful. They were they were something this year when it, when it did rain. I got another question. Okay, we'll help you with the questions. What you got? From Seguin. Okay, Seguin. Every every place but San Antonio. And I, I usually wouldn't answer this. Uh oh. But it's from Moses. Then you should answer it. Yeah. Moses says, "Can't water the lawn. Everything keeps going. Every plant I try to water, it waters to the right and the left." <laughs> I was trying to come up with a commandment thing. Yes, that's very uh, good. This is probably better. What is a good fertilizer for roses? Mm. I like to stay organic and use Medina granulars in my beds and vegetable garden. What would you recommend for roses? Uh, 
uh, there's a... Hopefully there's response to the start with fool. Uh, well, <laughs> sometimes, yeah. Uh, this is Moses. I, yeah, I know. That's you. why I was trying to, uh, I was trying to keep you uh, be, going uh, up instead of down. Be, be courteous to Moses. Uh, or Moises. There are... There's some... Uh, Rose fertilizer, especially for rose glow, is the first one that comes to mind. But we also carry an espoma. They're going to have the higher middle number, yeah, which is what the roses are going to require to bloom. Yeah, and they're organic. Those two are. Oh, good. Okay. You didn't. You didn't ask what we would use. Yeah. Right. No, he just wanted the organic. He liked to use Medina granules and stay organic. Well, that's wonderful. That makes me feel good all over. Do uh, so if you if you weren't concerned for our listeners who aren't concerned about using an organic so there's product. A lot of, there's a lot of synthetics. Uh, I'm inevitably a lazy person. Uh, <laughs> I admit that up front. Okay. So we carry, uh, a, I think, more than one fertilizer that has a systemic insecticide in it. So it lessens your chances for having aphids and thrips and stuff if you fertilize with that regularly. It, uh, it it sucks into the plant, and when the bug sucks on it too, it dies. Oh, okay. That's kind of sad. Di- dies before it gets started. <laughs> and that's the that's which one? I, I think I have two. Uh, I have the fertilum one, and I have a bear one, I believe. Yeah, I was going to say. I remember we've in the past we've talked about the bear product, which is the the fertilizer and the. Um, uh, they're both uh, middle of corporate as the systemic. Okay. Systemic. systemic. Okay. Cool. All right, so have, have any other biblical people <laughs> written you emails? Uh, I, have, <laughs> I have one from Dennis. Okay. Not, not our Dennis. Okay. Uh, but another Dennis. And uh, Is Dennis a biblical? F- no. Okay. I don't think so. All right. we, we all know Jerry was around back then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said he question was my thrialis was bit by the cold weather. Should I cut it to the ground? Do they return and regrow after a freeze event? Uh, the zip code for Dennis is 78259. I think that's San Antonio. And I'll find out. 78259. Does it, does it matter the answer? It might. Well, yeah. Uh, okay, okay. I'm looking. I'm if looking. it was in Dallas, it might be. No, I don't think 78259. Well, no, but, but it could be. Yeah. But, Hold uh, on. My computer's going <laughs> slow. Anyway... Uh, the answer is yes. Uh, in fact, the prettiest thrialis that I've seen grown the bed of is a. Uh, oh, it's Bear County, right here in front of Millburgers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's near Stone Oak. Oh, well then, yeah, he's good. Yeah, it's it's probably bought here at Millburgers. It could have been. But anyway, uh, yes, cut it to the ground. Anyway, like I was saying, the prettiest ones I've seen uh, back when we were testing it. Uh, uh, for deer at uh, Hollywood Park, Forest Appleton Yard, uh, we cut so, we cut some down and we left left some uh, standing. That they didn't freeze back with the hard that year, and the ones we cut down and they sprouted from the base uh, were the prettiest ones. Huh. They were blooming first, and uh, they filled out better. So, uh, absolutely, you need to cut them down, even if you if you don't have cold weather. See, I I had the opposite experience. I thought I 
they are less cold sensitive than things like Esperanza. And so I, I did uh, traces uh, checking to see if the stems were green and then I was inclined for those that, that sh showed they weren't frozen to leave those. And I was real happy with, I had some blooms before the Esperanza bloomed and uh, oh. I had some uh, structure in there and the, the, so I didn't have a whole open area. Uh, so there's a lot of choices. Lots, yeah. A lot of choices. All right. Trace, anything before we go to break real quick? No. Can't right. think of nothing. Okay. Well, you'll think of something when we come back. I will. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Ooh, I have a question. Uh, right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer: Valentine's Day is just a couple days away, and if you love your trees, you'll get them the tree hugger sprinkler as a little gift, especially if they're newly bought trees. Uh, here at Millburgers, you uh, can uh, the tree hugger sprinkler can help uh, keep it alive and going. And uh, I think y'all have mentioned in the past that I don't remember the exact number, but more than 75% of of new tree failure comes from not watering enough. And that's true, especially uh, since we're in a three-year yeah, drought. Uh, so uh, the tree hugger sprinkler, if you're unfamiliar, three sizes, uh, 7, 11, and 15-inch. Uh, and uh, we're going to give you a radio demonstration of it. It's a hard plastic green sprinkler that has a hinge on it. So you open it up, and then you close it or hug it around the base of the tree. And uh, then you uh, turn the very good. Then you turn the sprinkler on just a little bit to water that root ball, or uh, more to water away from the root ball toward the drip line. That's turning the. Oh, is out. that what you're doing? Okay, that's cool. We we haven't had that one before. <laughs> so uh, yeah, check it out online at treehuggersprinkler.com. Uh, but uh, it's a great product to have in your tool shed to uh, keep that plant alive and healthy. Um, I did not use mine for the grass this week, so I don't have a story to tell. So I will. We probably uh, should Monday. have recorded this because I don't think I've ever heard a sprinkler being uh, identified as the chief beneficiary of the Valentine's Day celebration. <laughs> it's the tree. You're giving it to the tree. Yeah. You love your trees. Yeah. Or any plant, any plant yeah, shrubs that shrubs you're going to sell. Yeah, plant. Safe. Yep. If you're landscaping your house and putting yeah. uh, yopon hollies in and things like that, you better be watering those things probably for the first two years. Yep, that's what you said a little while ago. Yeah. So uh, tree hugger sprinklers, all three sizes here at Millburgers <coughs> and also yeah. H-E-B. Yeah, uh, we, we're talking about planting fruit, pecan trees, blackberries, and grapevines now. Uh and what do, what do we decide, Calvin, about uh, if we're still in a severe drought? And uh, if you're lucky enough to dig a hole, you want to fill that hole up first and then uh, and put that uh, fruit tree, uh, pecan tree, even though they've 
they the ones you buy here have a root system. Used to, in the in the good old days, Milton, yeah. we used to they used to get bare root. They used to come in bare root. Well, do you remember when pecans? Here, here would be the stem, and that, yeah. that was the, the root that was in the packing. Tub. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, even though they've got they got a root system, did everybody out there in the radio audience see that the demonstration? <laughs> I yeah. probably did. Yeah, especially the people driving by. Yeah, if you're driving by watching us, <laughs> you saw the, <laughs> the uh, honk but, for us if you're driving by. But anyway, uh, uh, if if you ever let that root ball dry out. Let's say, let's say you buy it today uh, or this weekend on sale, but you don't get to plant it until uh, until mi- middle of next week or next end of next week. And you you put it out there and you say, well, it's winter, and the tree's sort of dormant, so I probably don't need to water it. Wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> So to avoid this situation, once you dig your hole just about as big as the root system is around, you fill that hole full of water, and you put that fruit tree into that water and let it literally sop it up. That really makes a a a big difference in the long term. Oh yeah, possibility between living and dead. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that because that just uh, gives it a gives it a good good start and gives you a little slack. Yeah, and once uh, once let fill the hole up with water, put the fruit tree in there or whatever you're planting, and let it soak soak it up. And then fill that hole up again uh, with water before you uh, replace the soil in that, or the rocks or whatever you got to put in there. Put in the same uh, same soil or <laughs> same material that you got out of the hole back in there. We had a. I was speaking of uh, planting the trees. We had an interesting uh, uh, development of. Yeah, you know, our new education resource center, we had to, uh, to fulfill the zoning requirements. We had to plant some new trees, <laughs> and uh, they're, they're going fine. We also have some old, some china berries and there some hackberries go. that are kind of at the end of their, their life and uh, a little precarious, and we're mm-hmm. going to, you know, we're waiting to take them down. And uh, of course, with this this uh, drought and the freeze and wind and everything that's occurred, uh, one of the big one of the china berries came down. Oh no! And r- hit the hit the, one of the new china oh, trees. Oh no! But it uh, <laughs> hit the fe- the hit hit our uh, fence that I that I had put up there. Oh jeez, the, the story's getting sturdy sad. enough that it kind of deflected a, a bit and so the volunteers were able to get uh, cut it down really uh, quickly and uh, but that it was just a, a strangest kind of uh, <laughs> you know talking about prediction you know and everybody everybody that was involved with the project before was saying 
Well, will those trees fall down? I mean, how how much danger are we in? Can we wait that two months you guys are talking about? And, uh, <laughs> and of course, all us experts said, sure, we got plenty of time. <laughs> Do you have to replace a china beer if no, it falls that, down? No, that, that was the replacement of the china berry was was related to the planting of the new tree. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, cedar elm and uh, uh, Mexican white oak. And yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but that, it was just, and then, of course, all kinds of strange things. We talk about it here at the show all the time, mm-hmm. but, you know, a live oak branches breaking from the no oh, yeah the, the ice and that 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 i always i found that kind of strange because that's usually not the species that's affected but you uh, just have to uh be aware and be alert yeah i wonder if uh the drought has something to do oh with i that. think i think so yeah dry the dry the wood out yeah and when you got the, that rocky Soil with no reserve, water yeah, reserve, yeah. and and you know, you know, I don't remember what year it was, but the last when we had that big drought period, uh, uh, was nice, the trees that, but then we had a, a pretty generous rain, yeah, and uh, so the top layer <laughs> of the roots were wet. And then that, a lot of them fell over. Mm-hmm. And then, then, then there's the, the dry part, dry line and the wet line. <laughs> so yeah, happens a lot. This yep. kind of soil, you and just got to be careful. We don't think our trees like that will <laughs> have limb breakage, you know, that, that much. But uh, they, they do. But anyway, uh, uh, if you're planting new plants, you can still plant them. But you gotta understand, the subsoil is extremely dry after three years of drought, and uh, you, it's gonna take that long to uh, re- rehydrate that soil. There, you also have to keep reminding yourself that there's not a re- there's not a real reserve capacity yeah. in that kind of soil. Yeah, right. So you, you know you. Uh, it's a little bit like a container, you know. You yeah. we think you know, it rains, so you don't have to worry about water in our container for yeah a few days. But you know, sun comes out in two days <laughs> and needs rain and, and needs water again. So okay, um, huh. we got a, a what this is what to do. Uh, some tips on what to do now. Uh, is that it's time to plant uh, cold crops, uh, broccoli, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, mm-hmm. cauliflower. Now we we've done we've tested the cauliflower varieties uh, that you're available you you can buy, and they will. There's only a few cauliflower varieties. They will actually produce a cauliflower planted now. Uh, I'd worry. I'd worry about ahead. a Brussels sprout. Too. Yeah. Uh, well, the Brussels sprouts planted now will uh, we might might uh, grow large enough to have sprouts, 
but they 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 have a tendency to uh, burst open and have a they have aphids big time on the Brussels sprouts, but you but know you eat them like anyway, Brussels right? Sprouts because they're so healthy for you. Yeah, right. Yeah. But the cauliflower, the problem with the cauliflower at this time of year, like I say, the variety that uh, we've chosen for the market will make a cauliflower head, but most of the time they're smaller, much smaller, than uh, there will be in the fall when you plant it. And they're also, uh, uh, they turn that yellow really fast and so uh, I usually don't recommend cauliflower in the fall now in this, uh, bro- broccoli is a different story uh, it will it will bloom faster it'll, it'll, and it produces those small heads faster very very small much smaller than they are in the fall in yeah when you plant them in the fall but uh so you can harvest those little bit of sprouts. <laughs> uh, what are they? Big as a half dollar, or silver dollar? Or oh yeah, at least silver. Yeah, silver dollar. It melts and shake my thing now. What? Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Try it again, Cal. Uh, silver. Uh, silver dollar. Or, yeah. You know, size. So, but, but you got to get them quick. I like, uh, I don't know if it's my imagination, but I, I like the flavor, I think, uh, on those small, smaller ones in the spring better than the the great big guys. Uh, the big, yeah, but, yeah. But, of course, they're all great. They taste well. <laughs> and you got you got so many different options to, to use them, you know. Boil them, lots of recipes. Yeah. You can cover them with cheese like Milton does. And, uh, <laughs> The key to uh, nothing wrong with cheese. <laughs> no, no, you're right. The key to to uh, the broccoli use it, picking those uh, small heads when it's uh, proud up is to is to harvest them according to the buds. In other words, cauliflower uh, broccoli is a group or. Of buds, tiny buds put together. When they first come on, when you first see those little sprouts, and those buds are tight, they're tight in a in a bundle. But when those buds start to swell, that thing's going to bloom at this time of the year pretty quick. So just watch watch the buds, not the entire head, like we do in the fall. And when the buds start to uh, swell a little bit, they swell first, and uh, depending on the temperature, uh, they may bloom the next day. And eating the bloom is no problem, but some some people pick the blooms off before they <laughs> before they serve them. Uh, maybe they don't look good enough. Those yellow blooms don't look pretty uh, flirt, floating in that cheese. <laughs> but uh, 
people eat flowers, you know, daisies, mm-hmm. uh, pansies. You, you eat daylilies. Daylilies and things like that. Weird people do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, 866-308-8867. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. So I have a question I forgot to ask while uh, when we came back from the next break. Okay. How long will bulbs last, or does it depend on the plant? Or both? Well, so you mean they're dug and... Yeah, so if somebody found, say, bulbs in their home, they were like a family pack, and it's, you know... They're yeah. 10 years old, 20 years old. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, basically, you can feel the bulb. Oh, okay. Take it out. And if it's, uh, if it's not hard, if it's soft, and some of, some of them will be gooey. But at that age, they'll probably just be soft. They should be firm. Okay. So if, if, they're, they're, so- if they're soft, they're no good. Because y'all will sometimes talk about blue bonnets and, you know, and the idea that seeds, you know, that yeah, yeah. That, that didn't get sun for 25 years will suddenly. <laughs> but that's a little different than a bulb. Yeah. That's well, a hard, hard-coated seed. I've had iris rhizomes that have survived five, five, six years. Oh, okay. They get kind of dried out. <laughs> but. Will they come out? Okay. Yeah. Mostly the, uh, the the ones that are easiest, of course, are the oh the little what are the what are the little ones that grow real early in the spring? Um, uh, cemetery iris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they they seem to survive forever. Yeah, then that's probably why they do so well in the cemeteries. Yeah, well, they'll you grow them in your yard, and then when they started, they were in the sun. Yeah. 10, 12 years later, oh. they're in the, <laughs> in the shade and they're doing, not doing anything. Yeah. Move them to the sun and... Yeah. Yeah, here they come. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious. Okay. You know that killed the cat. I too. know that poor cat. Yeah. He just had questions. <laughs> How is that fair? They said, uh, said you can plant frost-tolerant annuals such as petunias. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're pretty frost tolerant, I guess. They take, they take a pretty hard frost, may knock them down a little bit. And it, it says frost tolerant annuals such as larkspur. Now, you said your first larkspur froze back, right? Yeah. Now I've got. What is coming back? Now I've got uh, seed. Yeah. Seedlings going. And so, and it, it's a little bit strange too. I've got. Kind of hot spots. It looks like where the where they didn't get as much damage as the other places. Yeah, so. yeah. That cold is strange. Where it uh, where where it does that on yeah. and do that on tomatoes and everything else. And our, might, our yard, yeah, yeah, just like your yard, will get those, <laughs> those uh, 
slopes and yeah, things. Yeah. So, and it, sun, some sun gets through here and doesn't get through in the <laughs> other part of the yard. And that coal seems to dip down, dip down, and, and uh, it'll kill where it hits the ground. But uh, right next to it, plants be okay. That blue curl is just even. Spread every, every, everywhere. It doesn't seem to, seem to be as sensitive as the even the larkspur. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm getting more uh, bluegrass, beautiful bluegrass coming up. Uh, it's kind of spotty, but uh, where it's coming up, it's it's growing pretty well. And so, yeah, is that mostly in the sun? Your, your, yeah, your bluegrass. I've got some in the shade, but mainly in the sun. Because yeah. I was noticing my rescue grasses. Seems like it's more in the shade, and then the, the bluegrass seems like it's more yeah. in the sun. Yeah. And, and uh, they say if you get if you're growing the regular ryegrass and even a fescue turf, which we don't grow here. Uh, it says stim- uh, fertilize it to stimulate new growth, and so I, I'm gonna have uh, my son uh, Jeremy mow it. It needs mowing, and then put some uh, high nitrogen lawn food fertilizer. If you got some of the winterizer, if you bought winterizer and didn't use it on your dead grass. <laughs> uh you can use it on your on your uh uh Luga. bluegrass and uh probably your Re- larkspur. I mean uh, your uh, Res- rescue grass rescue grass. Yeah. That'll that'll green up and keep growing if you mow it, right, Cal? Oh gosh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's so lush and yeah. it does, and it, it fills in uh, pretty well. Of course, it, again, it depends on the environment, mm. the slopes, and all those things. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, it says at half, <laughs> at half the normal rate for the feeding since permanent lawn is uh, still dormant. I don't. I don't think you can over fertilize bluegrass or your grass. But uh, if you got a lot of bluegrass out there, now how do you know if you have bluegrass or rescue grass? You know how you tell it, Milton? Uh-uh. How to tell people over the radio? How? It's green. Oh. Now. So if you got spots of uh, green grass and it's kind of actively growing... You've got either rescue grass or bluegrass. Okay. Both of which can be mowed and I think fertilized for a beautiful winter lawn. Now he's gonna he's gonna mess up our our sustainable winter uh, lawn here. No with recommendations. Yeah, we're, with we're, we're going to have fer- to ride fertilizer, up. and <laughs> next we'll be doing yeah. her- herbicides. Uh, uh, so that so that <laughs> da- darn uh, San Augustine grass uh, yeah, won't be yeah. messing with it. <laughs> oh, yeah, unfortunately, the bluegrass kind of fades out when it gets hot. But uh, 
it's the only game in town right now by far the green grass oh i had an exciting discovery what uh this week as i was going in my house next to the sidewalk i found a cute little uh uh sprouts of uh the uh bed straw coming up you just you had, you said a positive thing about bed straw <laughs> well you know it's it's we tell people uh that that's kind of green too jerry's but, now <laughs> promoting bed straw uh, <laughs> but uh like trey said a while ago uh, in this weather, probably a weed-free zone is the best thing to use, and it comes on uh, comes in uh, several forms. How uh, about henbit? Surely you've got yeah. some, a lot of henbit coming. Yeah, out. a little bit of henbit. Yeah. But uh, and you want to get it before it starts blooming and having seed. But that bed straw, if you can get it when it's small, like the, like mine is. And just all you have to do is hit it with that uh, weed-free zone. Uh, like I say, they have it on hose-in sprayers and all sorts of form. Uh, you'll kill it almost overnight. Mine, mine uh, last year when I found that big big clump of it, a big area of it in, in the yard, and I treated it when it was very small, killed it overnight. So... Uh, and uh, also, this is if you have asparagus, which very few people do, uh, it's time to fertilize it with a fast relief fertilizer such as 2100. And when Trace was up here a while ago, I asked him, I said, you know, we used, that used to be <laughs> widely used uh, fertilizers, but I asked him, do we still have? 2100. Now, 2100 is extremely water-soluble. That's just ammonium sulfate. Yes, ammonium sulfate. And it falls... I mean, you you put a teaspoon or a tablespoon of ammonium sulfate in a gallon of water, and it's dissolved before it hits the bottom. So did... uh Neil talk you into being this advocate for ammonium sulfate? No, yeah, he mentioned it yeah. uh, for asparagus. You want fast release fertilizer, but uh, it's, I was wondering if it's still available. And Trace said we got a six six pound bag or four pound and forty pound. Four pounds and forty. Okay, I don't think they need forty. But the average good. person does not. Although I recall many, many moons ago, that, oh my that, that was the recommended fertilizer for live oak. Yeah, that's true. Because you want to get it down to the roots pretty fast. But uh, I, I still think the, the 1959 slow release, because it's got nutrient elements and everything else uh, in it as well. Uh, Trace also said that uh, 2100 is probably doubled or tripled in price from what you used to, where you were used to buying it in the old days. 
So talking about the price increase. Two years ago, it was reasonable. It was still reasonable for for the market we have today. But, yeah. Um, but you, I, I am surprised that that still exists. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Just, I was, just because fertilizers are, are hard to come by. Yeah, mm. that's what I was gonna. That's what I was going to add. But that's that's good for asparagus and uh, onions. Yeah, yeah, it'd be good for onions. I forgot about we forgot about onions. Cold weather vegetables. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or uh, I, I still like that uh, uh, winterizer for uh, for for the vegetables too. But uh, and for the and for the onions too. We haven't mentioned onions very much because, uh, but uh, I'm I'm surprised how well they took the cold. Yeah, they, yeah, they did they, fine. They pretty did good. fine. Now, yeah. if I could uh, make sure I find them in the rescue grass there, where the, yeah, they're coming. <laughs> Milton, uh, you want to give a quick reminder of the programs coming coming up? Let's see. No. Okay. Just kidding. I'm being Jerry now. Okay, didn't so you, didn't you next enjoy Saturday, that, brother? Didn't yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> next Saturday is uh, David's going to be here uh, doing a, f- a spring cleanups and to-do list, and uh, uh, David will be here between 10 and 11:30. It's a free uh, seminar from Millburgers. You don't need to sign up; just show up. Uh, and uh, then um, let's see. Then Calvin will be here on the 25th from 9:30 to 11 and he'll be uh doing the uh, seminar on potting up tomatoes so you can get potted with calvin is that, is that what we're calling it uh, sure okay um <laughs> and there's no cost to that either and you want to talk about what they'll learn a little bit we got about a minute well we'll talk we'll kind of review the uh, vegetable gardening uh where we are what we can still plant and uh potatoes and uh, then of course we'll talk about the importance of potting up to tomatoes and uh, the the the, the uh, attraction of the new rodeo tomato okay. and how they how they can uh, when they should plant it. In do, the they, do they need to sign up for that? Yes. yes. Okay. Do you need to sign up for that? We'll give you the number tomorrow. We'll call Millburgers and sign up. See you tomorrow on the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.